G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. If you want a bit of chip, uh, this bloke will give it to you, uh, and he is a great character. Uh, loves the game of uh, the great game of rugby league, and no, no doubt be uh, reveling in that Ashes victory yesterday as well. He is the NRL mole. Uh, it is uh, Tony Adams. G'day, Tony. How you doing, mate? Yeah, doing well, Ricardo, and uh, especially well after just watching the uh, the Hammers get back on their winning ways with a four-one win at Watford. Yeah, mate, you're a big yeah. Hammers fan, aren't you? Big Hammers fan. I am, and it's been a depressing December, but a uh, little bit of uh, glory there. So uh, we're back. A bit of light at the end of the tunnel for you, Molly. Exactly. It's a story, mate. Now, Mitch McLennigan's with me, uh, former Black Cap Quick, and uh, he's a big leaguey. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, he's got no taste and he supports Manly. But, uh, are you not a Neils fan as well, are you, Tony? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, uh, this year, I, I sort of chop and change. I'm a good mate of Tim Sheen, so oh, next yeah. year I'm going to be a Tigers fan. So I think it's oh, going to be a bit of a long year, sadly. Do you reckon? I think that I actually think Jackson Hastings coming back with all the. I know he's had off off field issues in the past. But I actually think that's a really good signing. It's a good signing, but having said that, he's been away from Sydney three years. Mm. He never really established himself here. He played great over there, so a lot of pressure on Jackson Hastings, and he's he's still a young man in terms of uh, a starting halfback. So uh, you know my. Attitude is let's just wait and see how he goes. Yeah, true, and and obviously Joey Lalua's moved on. You still got Luciano there. Uh, do you think he'll you know might fall a little bit more in line without his brother in the mix? Yeah, I think his brother was trouble. Let's let's not uh, beat around the bush. He was a, a poor trainer. His discipline was poor on the field. I don't think he was real popular mm. with his teammates. Luciano's got a lot of skill. Uh, Again, not the best of trainers. I'd like to see him lose a couple of kilos. But uh, if they can get the best out of him, he'll be a weapon for sure. He's impressive. And then you get the gains. I know you're not hopes aren't high this year, but you're coming up turning 23. You've already made two really good signings and Papa Lee and Coruscant. Uh You've got to be, you know, if you have Luciano running out wide and Papa Lee, I know he prefers to play in the middle, um, but I, I liked him on the other side as well. If you had those two pairing up and Coruscant driving them forward, uh, I think you actually, you'd be a little bit rosy come 2023. Yeah, and I think Penrith have made a bit of a mistake. They've, they've obviously got real salary cap issues with, with all their good young players uh, suddenly in demand after mm. winning the comp, but but to me, Coruscant was, apart from Cleary, the, the glue that held them together, I rate him as good as any hooker in the comp. He's, and he's just so so quick on his feet and uh, can score a try, can set up a try, knows when to run. Uh, yeah, I think he'll be a great boy, even though, uh, having said all that, he, he will be 31, 32. So probably his best footy behind him, but geez, he, he looks after his body and he's still an athlete and... Uh, yeah, he's an exciting signing he, for sure. Definitely steer that side around. So Look after his body, still an athlete, 
Tony Adams could be talking about himself. His touch footy career <laughs> is legendary. Strong, is it? Yeah, very, very strong. <laughs> hey, uh, Molly, you know, you mentioned Jackson Hastings in there and, and, and the signing that he is. Has that meant that Luke Brooks leaving is more likely now than it was? And, and if so, is it Newcastle? Well, I keep hearing that Newcastle are chasing him, and this has been going for six months probably, but Tim Sheens keeps assuring me he's going nowhere. So, um, you know, uh, at this stage, you know, what are we now? December 29, he's still training with uh, the um, the Tigers. The only way I can see this happening is if the Knights uh, offer them a player swap. And I think it's been discussed, but as with all player swaps... Uh, you know, you, you tend to want to get rid of a used car. The the other uh, the buyer will say, "Well, what's wrong with it?" And they just can't quite uh, come to a deal. So, what, what kind of names case, are getting thrown around there, Tony? Uh, um, I'm not exactly sure. I, I think that uh, they uh, were looking at a couple of their younger players. Um, uh, they're looking at someone like. Mitch Barnett, possibly oh, yeah. Phoenix Crossland, who's like for like in the halves, but doesn't have the experience. Uh, uh, Heinle Hunt, I think, was mentioned. Jack Johns, another halfback that doesn't have the experience. So oh, I see. Uh, I see what you're saying about <laughs> trying to get low, kind of get a lot more for your buck than uh, what maybe the Knights are offering. Yeah, that's right. And look, Tim, Tim Sheen says to me. Um, Luke Brooks may not have got the Tigers to the finals in the last eight years, but he also points out three years ago he was the Dallium halfback of the year. So, mm. you know, he, he, he's still got some footy in his legs. There's a lot of talk last season that he and Madge didn't get on, basically, uh, and, and, and Maguire's kept his job, obviously. It feels like, though, he's in a tough position because you've got Tim Sheens is coming as a director of football, if you like, uh, but he's a very, very good coach, as we all know. Um, and if Sheens wants to keep Brooks, to me that just feels like at some point in the season, Tim Sheens is going to be the head coach of the Tigers. Yeah, and he's, I've, I've put that to him. He, he assures me he won't be, but if the Tigers, after 10 games, and I'm sure after 10 games, they'll, they'll take a look at uh, the position of Michael Maguire again. And if they're, say, 3-7 and seven or, or even 4-6, and six, uh, you know, they they might be saying, well, we we gave this guy another chance. It's not working. Uh, let's go to Plan B. And Plan B is obviously Tim Sheens, the the man who, let's not forget, delivered the Tigers their their only premiership back in two thousand and five. I guess uh, we have to talk about the Broncos um, and and picking up Reynolds and Capel, uh, one of those junior uh, Penrith players you talked about. Is that enough to right the ship for for the Queenslanders? Well, Reynolds is all class, mm. and, and the thing they really missed last year was someone to steer them around the paddock. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of raw young talent at the Broncos. They just uh, they they lack that experience, and Reynolds oozes experience. He, he's a great player, and I, I I think he'll have a real point to prove after being basically shown the door by South Sydney. And like with Coruscant Penrith, I think Souths are going to regret this. They're they're going to replace uh, Reynolds with a rookie. And, uh, you know, if, if a rookie half struggles, you're going to be in trouble. So uh, it be very interesting to see how uh, Souths go and also how the Broncos go.
and uh, and the dogs. You've got a lot lot of movement going to the dogs. They're actually starting to shore up a nice little lineup there, aren't they? When you bring in Carr, Burden, Naden, Dufty, um, Paul, Paul Vaughan's been given a lifeline. Uh, are they are they going to be even in contention this year? Or do you think it's going to take another year for them to kind of to find their way before they hit their straps in 2023? Well, you look at this, the 16 teams and they're probably the most impressive um, uh, recruiters uh, mm. for sure. Uh, Josh Adokar will be very interesting because he scored, what, 20, 30 tries for uh, the Storm last year. Now, whether he can do that at a team like the Bulldogs, I don't know. But he's going to have guys like Matt Burton, Brent Maiden, Matt Dufty inside him. So they've got a pretty good backline. They, they haven't recruited as strongly in the forwards, and that's where they were getting out-muscled a lot last year. Um, Paul Vaughan will help, Tavito Pangai will help, but I'm just not sure that that's quite enough. Mm. I can see them finishing about 10th, which um, after finishing a long last uh, in 2021 is a, a pretty good improvement. And Molly, another team that have, uh, I don't know if they've managed this particularly well or not, but I mean, they're losing uh, players uh, hand over fist um, at the end of their contracts, and that's the Parramatta Eels. Um, of course, Mike Sivo is gone, um, uh, Tommy uh, Opeasic is gone as well, Mitchell Moses um, is has re signed, but I mean, they have lost, you know, Blake Ferguson's going to go, uh, Joey Lussick has gone, and, and then in a, in a year's time, um, they are losing Isaiah Papali and Reed Marnie. I mean, what are they doing? Do you think uh, to to you know sort of uh, balance the ship there and, and and make up for those losses? Because those are two excellent young players in a forward pack. Uh, I don't know why you let them go. Yeah, well, uh, I, th- I think they're sort of ambushed. Though. They didn't expect these guys to go. Um, uh, Marita Nikore going to the Warriors. I can tell you that was done a long time before it was a. Announced, so uh, you know that caught him by surprise. As I said, Papa Lee, a good player, Reed Marnie, a real good player. And if uh, the Bulldogs are the best recruiters for next year, the the uh, poor old Eels have done the worst out of things. And uh, you know their their gains for next year don't really excite me. Bailey Simonson and Mitch Rain, uh, you know they 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 don't add a lot. Um, and uh, you know I, their squad. Still strong, but uh, for 2023, they're getting Josh Hodgson. Uh, I think by then he'll be well past his best, so I sort of question that signing. So they're, they're in a bit of the, a dilemma, the Eels, for sure, and the, the next couple of years could be a little bit tough for them. Does that come down to Clint Gutherson just asking for too much? It seems um, during the end of the season last year, he was really kind of holding them to ransom around some contract negotiations. Yeah, I think for sure that that's a factor, Um you know, he, he wanted an upgrade. Uh, the Eels knew if they lost him, they were going to be in real trouble. So they basically had to, to pay probably overs to get him, and that might have cost them uh, a player or two. So, yeah, it, it's a very fickle thing, the salary cap. Very hard to manage. And uh, the Eels, let, let's just say that they haven't done the best job with it. What about the Warriors then, mate? Uh, because, you know, they, they again, uh, I'm not entirely sure with... Uh, Peter O'Sullivan going when he did, uh, how fluid the the rebuild is going to go, and and whether or not there's a, you know, sort of a change in direction. But it seems like they're they're pretty heavy with half options, but maybe uh, look still light at hooker and centre. Yeah, that's right. Um, I guess the big question mark, Sean Johnson, 
has he still got it? He uh, he's had a couple of fairly good years at uh, Cronulla, uh, coming back home. It's it's a nice fairy tale, but uh, whether he's still got it, we'll wait and see. Uh, and as you say, top heavy with halfbacks, Ash Taylor. I can't understand why they brought him on board. Um, Is there any you know, chat about got... how his training trial's going at the minute? No, I, I haven't heard, but he's never been the best of trainers, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he is playing for his career now all of a sudden mm. after being a million-dollar man. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's an interesting situation for him. I guess the big question mark is uh, Roger Tuovasa-Shek, how, how they're going to go replacing him. Uh, uh, of course, Reese Walsh was sensational last year, but he's no Roger, so... Uh, well, that's the big question mark over the uh, the Warriors. Yeah, yeah the Warriors uh, still have. I mean, honestly, it feels like every year it's a uh, this is a rebuild year. It's but they've been rebuilding oh, for about thirty work. years. It's hard. Work. I wasn't super excited when Sean Johnson came out and and said how much he was going to miss his family and how tough it was going to be mentally. Like we all know that um, it's not the kind of mentality you want from your playmaker to go into a season. I know how tough it is, but you know it didn't give me good. Good signs, good hopes for the Warriors hearing that come out of your potential playmaker's mouth. Yeah, that's right. And uh, we all do know it's it's very difficult for the Warriors. And, you know, who knows what 2022 is going to bring with the, the way COVID suddenly uh, gone crazy again. You know, we could see all, all sorts of uh, different uh, scenarios. But, uh, you know, the, the one thing that looks certain is the Warriors are going to spend, uh, you know, the majority, if not all the year, in Australia, and it is very tough for them. Uh, not 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 just uh, psychologically missing their friends and family, but basically playing away games every week, which means having the, the crowd against them, the referees against them. You know, the, the, those things are a factor, and uh, particularly in close games. So, uh, look, the one thing, the one positive for the Warriors, they're, they're everyone's second favourite team. You know, I think mean, everyone was cheering for them the last couple of years for all the sacrifices they've made. And I think we'll see the same again uh, next year. Uh, Molly, um, obviously um, there's 15 teams in this competition, as you famously like to say, who have a salary cap and one who has a salary sombrero. Um, (laughs) they, uh, They obviously have a bit of money to play with, actually, this time because of all the retirements they had last year. What chance do you give uh, them of getting the cheese over the line for 2022 and getting them out of Melbourne? Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting, won't it? Uh, again, it's a, it's a similar situation to Luke Brooks. I, I tend to think of it, if it hasn't happened yet, uh, it's, it's not going to happen. I think mean, the cheese would love it to happen. The, the roosters obviously would love it to happen. But Craig Bellamy, as we know, is a, a tough campaigner. You know, he's He's not going to cut the bloke loose uh, for no good reason. Uh, he does have Harry Grant as well, who's uh, a, a sensational hooker, but uh, it was that one-two punch that worked so effectively for the uh, Storm, and I don't think he's going to want to let that go uh, until 2023. Yeah, I can, yeah, can confirm that he's gone. Um, it will be interesting to see see how he plays him this year. That'll be fascinating, actually. If he... Definitely wants to challenge for the title this year, Bellamy. Uh, you've got to find a place for Cheese on the field, but there are rumours floating around that he's not super keen on having him involved in the setup. 
Mm, it'll be so. interesting to see what happens and what they can get out of the roosters, um, you know, as, as, as by way of an exchange. Get in there early. Yeah, indeed. Good stuff, Molly. Hey, thanks very much for coming on and having a chat, mate. Good to catch up. Uh, enjoy your New Year's Eve, mate, and uh, keep uh, that body in ship-shape condition for the uh, touch <laughs> season to come, eh? Geraldo, eh, mate, the touch season never ends. I played yesterday. Oh, here you go. Look at that. He's on it. He's on it, the mole. Thanks very much, Tony. Tony Adams, uh, he is, uh, what he doesn't know about rugby league, you don't need to know, uh, particularly the NRL. Uh, we're going to take a break, come back shortly, and uh, talk some of those points that he brought up and update you on the score from Leicester Liverpool.